Okay, we're live. We've got uh, Mark Ayala and Angelo Mar. How you guys doing? Thanks for coming, man. Welcome. Thank you. Welcome to the show. Awesome. Thanks for having us. Yeah. So I caught your work um, when you did, of course, Caleb Hernandez's um, I Am Project. You guys are the I Am Project, right? Yes. I so am or I am? <laughs> I am. I am. I am. <laughs> got it. I Am Project. That's what I said, right? I don't know. Damn. I don't pay attention to you. Damn. Anyways, uh, it's, it's good shit. Like, it's, it's totally high quality. And I'm like, you know, man, we need them. Why don't Thank you tell you. us about the I Am Project? Yeah, how did it start? Um, it started off where I was working about in a warehouse, and I ended up hurting my back. And I was watching, I was listening to this, like, inspirational videos and stuff like that, and they were saying, like, what's the, after the two words I am is the most powerful thing that can happen to you. It can either make you or break you. So now on, like, every morning I wake up, I say five I am's. And it makes it, it's empowering me, so I want to do that to other people. So from now on, like, when I do work for people, I automatically say, it's not about us. It's about you. So who, who are you? And they're like, I am this person. I do this. I do that. So that's what we want to do for other people. Put whoever they are and put extension to themselves through photography, uh, videography, whatever we can do for them, we do that for them. So, Man, I'm, I'm glad I didn't ask you about that before we started rolling. That's, that's pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, that is. That, yeah. You've got a, the motivational aspect to yeah. To your business itself, and so, do you just film for businesses, or you are you like life coaches as well, or is it just? I, I want to say I'm a life coach, but I've been through a lot of things in my life, and like I try to share with people and try to tell them like whatever's going on in your life, there's a it's all about perspective. Sure. Like, um, you can get fired from a job. You can think of it, oh, I got fired, or you build experience. Right. So that's what I always tell people: just look, change your perspective on things. There, and then there are no failures, right? No just, failures. Uh, no just failures. lessons learned. Yep, that is a fact. But, I mean, to start it off, I mean, like I said, I've been doing digital art since I was a kid. Like, growing up, my parents always told me, be a doctor, be a cop, you know, be a fireman. Because everyone in my family were cops. Okay. So I was like, okay, I'll go do it. So I went. Went to high school. My mindset, doctor. Now I forgot. It's too much school for me. Not going to do that. Right. Then, I, you know, be a U.S. Marshal, join the military. It just never stuck with me. But growing up, I was very, I had big dreams. Like, I would daydream for, like, hours. And things, I'd be so caught up in my daydream, I think it's reality. Okay. So, I would write books. I would do poetry. I would uh, just create art on, like, my, MySpace had, like, a customization thing so like I will make certain things alterations and then sell them for like five bucks okay just to do it growing as a kid I just thought you were an entrepreneur from the jump huh I tried I tried to be I was just doing it because I was just having fun I loved it but didn't really saw it was a business until until like I was like 18 18 go through things and I was just doing it for fun and then one of my buddies asked me hey man can you take a picture of my car and add some stuff to it and that's when I fell in love with photography. I started doing weddings, portraits, sports, and then it, it led on doing. Uh, I was still working a job, working same two hours a week. Sure. And I was like, I can't do this anymore. Hurt my back, and I was like, it's time to make a difference. So I went full on, full time photographer. Then I hit my guy out, Mark. Hit him up, and instantly off the bat, I saw his work. I said, Bro, we gotta work. We gotta work together. Okay. We're yeah, together, we, we've man. only known each other for what since like November. 
Yeah. Since yeah. like November, we started like working together and like he's literally the the video version of me. Like I'm good photography, I can capture things and like if I tell him like, hey man, let's do this and that, he creates it and it's just like it's mind blowing. Like for the Kayla fight, we sat down and we talked about it. I said, um, I talked to Jesse, he said he wants some more of an anti hero type of feeling. And I was like, All right, I know what to do. Talk to my mark. I like that. Yeah. Jesse said that. Yeah, he Jesse, said, I want the anti-hero dude. type of feeling. I said, oh, dope. And his thing is, like, after we shot that, I was watching this one movie called, um, from Zac Efron, uh, We Are Friends. And he was pretty much explaining how music can be in sync with your heartbeat. So I wanted to be really into tune sound. I said, man, I, I want people to not, when they see this video, I want them to feel what's going on. Because if I can okay. catch you with your eyes and your ears, I got you. Because think about it, you don't watch a movie on mute. Right. You watch a movie on mute, you're going to be bored. You're going to be looking around and say, man, what's going on, what's going on? But you start hearing things, you start hearing things that make you feel some type of way. Like in a, in a video, you heard the guy's heartbeat, breathing. You're like, this is getting intense. Right, the buildup. I want to see this stuff. I want to see what happens. So that's what we're trying to do. We want to catch people into our videos and make them, when they're done watching our film, they feel something. Okay. So... Mark, you've been all over, right? Um, well, uh, for for film, probably just a year. Yeah. Uh, most of my life, I've spent uh, on the bike. I was a cyclist for a majority of my life, and from uh, 2015 to like 2018, I was working towards that goal of becoming a pro cyclist. And I was racing with my team, and I had a really s- stellar year. And then it just all ended in a heap. I was hit by a car on one of my training rides. Oh wow. God. So, I mean, I was able to race at the professional level. I wouldn't consider myself a professional, but I was racing, you know, like the against the pros uh, of the of the country. And it was hard, but I was able to keep up. And that was just my goal, and I, I felt fulfilled, you know. Just and saw, were you in California or somewhere? I was in California, yeah. Man, I was, I was like, I'm still with the team. Yeah. We're still hanging out, uh, intent cycling. Uh, we still ride together, and but... For them, they're more focused on the racing aspect. Me, I'm focused on the film aspect. I think that that uh, me getting hit by a car really uh, kind of like jittered who I am as a person. Because um, like in my my perspective, I, when I was hit by a car, uh, before that I felt like I was I was big. You know, I kept winning races, I was making podiums, and like you know, like I just felt really highly of myself. And then having that experience of getting hit by a car really like humbled me, where it's like. Okay, you're here bedridden for like a month and a half, two months. You can't move. You're in so much pain. And you just see like the world around you. They just, it just keeps going. So you, you know? really just kind of got in touch with your own mortality. Yeah. Per se, right? Yeah. Can you run it back? Like what, that day? Oh, um, yeah. I was just riding home. It was like around 7 p.m. at night. And um, where were you, by the way? Like I was southern Illinois, like Mokina okay. area. Okay. So. Uh, and I was riding home from Mokina back to my house, which is in Oak Lawn at the time. And then I just heard a car coming. And it was like a little louder than I, I would expect it to be. And I just looked back and I was hit by, like, I, it's just, it was a flash. Like, I just, it was just like, a, like an impact. And then I just blink. And then all of a sudden I wake up and there's like people around me in an ambulance. Wow. So, like, I don't, I don't remember a thing, you know? So I don't know how I was hit. I don't know how I fell. I just remember that I hit my head really hard. And I had a really like just bad amnesia. Like I didn't know the year. I didn't know what I did that day. Like I just like just 
blank slate. I just I just appeared out of nowhere. I was like, well, where am I? You know, like what was I doing? Why am I here? I feel like you like reborn. It was pretty. Like, scary. Well, maybe right. that, that amnesia like might be a blessing yeah. in disguise because yeah. I'm yeah. Not, it was like pretty scary. Reborn. I'm not sure. I want to know how that feels. Yeah, like, like who, yeah. who like, was Mark back then? I want to yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that really like threw me threw me off over the just broken off, bones. Off my, off, no, uh, I had a really bad um, uh, laceration on my leg, so it was like a little maybe like I don't know four to five inches like and it was just my leg was just wide open and I, if I moved my foot you could just see the muscle move okay wow. so it's like really deep and um yeah i mean luckily that was it just lacerations all over my body but just this really bad injury in my leg was enough to like you know put a damper on my cycling career did they at least stop uh no it was a hit and run of course so it was a hit and run and uh, they found uh, the person maybe uh, four or five miles down the road and it turned out that uh, that person was under the influence of alcohol. Wow. And, uh, yeah. Changed your whole life. It did because like it realized, it made me realize like, Oh, okay. You're only here for a short amount of time. And like the time you spent, um, you, you don't know when, when your last day is, you know, right. It can just happen like that. Yeah, we were talking about that a little on a, a previous podcast about, mm-hmm. you just never know when your, your, mm-hmm. your time clock's going to be punched. Right. You know, and- but, but in my perspective, I realized like I'm here trying to build my name up and uh, you know trying to um, just accomplish my goals mm-hmm. sure and then you realize like you know like even if if you're gone the world just keeps going like my friends my family like yeah they were really supportive but their lives kept going right well I was just laying bedridden there in pain and I couldn't do anything you know I just felt helpless and at the same time it's like you know like uh, I'm really actually like I'm not really anybody you know like you you're just here to experience something and in my experience, that perspective really opened up to like, okay, like, how can I um, contribute and make a difference in a different way in, in other people's lives, you know? I know exactly how you feel. I just yeah. tell my kids, you know, today, you go to school, do the best you can. Just yeah. every day, just do mm-hmm. the best that you can. So for me, like the cycling, like I love cycling, I'll ride. But at the same time, like I discovered like film is a great way to impact people in a different way. Like um, that project we do with, with Caleb, if I, if I, you know, he has a more, he has something to remember that, that win by because of my talent and my, my, you know, my yeah. work. Creating immortality. That's what yeah. we do. Yeah. Yeah. That's in the inner webs forever. Yep. In the yeah. webs. And like, and like, I do the same thing for like photos, like prints. Like we want people like down the line, he's going to probably do tons of fights, tons of fights. Oh, and yeah. then. But he'll go back to that fight like, I remember that day. Yeah. It brings you back to that moment. <laughs> the video you guys did for him is, like, higher quality than a lot of these, uh, even 30 for 30s, you know, like on ESPN. Just, oh, it yeah. Looks, it looks yeah, great. It, nice. it, it, yeah, thank you. Thank you. We, like I said, we're trying, we're trying to, to uh, change the game because a lot of people right now in the field we're trying to get into is, like, not saying, like, they don't know what they're doing, but they're just a couple of people that just have a camera. Mm-hmm. But we're more than just that. You know, I tell people, like, my job is, like, 90% directing and 10% shutter. Like, I can tell you exactly what I need you to do, how to do it, how to feel. And then when I click that button, that's the image that we're going for. Same thing for him. We don't want to be the video guys or the photo guys. We want to be creators. He wants to be a cinematographer. I want to be a director. We want to create films where people are emotional. I want that. I want to be that guy where someone sees it and they're like, I felt that. Or I can relate to that. That makes me feel this type of way. That's what we want. Creating legacies. Yeah. Yeah. I want people to look at my film and be like, wow. Look at how he did it. 
that was what he did. So you say films, and are you, like, like Caleb's was more of a, a promo thing for him, right, right? Right, Are you guys sticking with that? Are you actually talking about potentially getting into short films? Or in- we're potentially getting to, like, documentaries. Okay. So we, have a, we do have a documentary that we're trying to work on with uh, uh, Steve Cologne. I don't know if you guys know him. Yeah. He, uh, man, he, he's the owner of Premier Cologne. MMA. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. He Jiu-jitsu. was like, he was our first client. Really good guy. You know, he, we walked, he was, I met him through another friend. She told us about him and we met with him, talking to him. And he was very like, you know, cool about it. He let us on, introduced us to a lot of great people. And we wanted, I, we talked about his story. He's a really great story. And we're looking forward to creating that and showing people like, how he like he how he see things. I like I want people like other owners of gyms and fighters to look at that and be like, I can relate to that. And that's what we want. People to relate. Sure. To connect with each other. Because now we're in a world where, you know, a lot of people are not talking that much. Right. They're not talking that much. And you know, now they're seeing more and hearing it. Man, we you know what we need to do. We need to get uh get a hold of cut. Do a crazy video with him. Like his story. Just, yeah, he's just got his day to day He's a president of uh, Chi-Town Large Cars. He was on here at the semi-truck club, and he's an overall oh. truck driver. He's, he's got a, an awesome story. Yeah, that's what uh, we want to do, man. Yeah. Like, tell people stories, man. Like, like, cause, like, like I said, back then, people had books. Right. You know, and now it's going towards, like, audiobooks and videos. So that's what we want. We want to be that version. Okay. I so you that. were, uh, you put up on your Instagram you know, asking people to submit questions. Did oh, you get yeah. any feedback? Um, I got one. Let's see. I got a couple. I was interested in seeing. Well, feedback on what? Uh, if they had any questions for them. Okay. Hmm. I'm interested uh, on that too. That means some some people are actually watching this and uh, maybe paying attention. I know I had one question. <laughs> of course, I want to yeah. I I know the most. <laughs> I want to know the most uncomfortable shoot, good um, or bad. Most uncomfortable shoot, <laughs> good or bad. Yeah, because I saw it, dude. Like you had, uh, you know, you, you ran the gamut of, of photo shoots. Yeah. Um, most uncomfortable shoot. Um, is it like 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 negative? Like a bad. It could be negative. Like, it could um, be good. It could well, be. I used to work for this company and they're like doing events and their style of photography versus mine is completely different. Like I'm an artist. So I like thinking outside the box. They're like, just hold the shutter and just take a picture. I mean, we're, I'm like, kind of a conflict of interest there, right? Yeah. It's like so um, telling you what to do and even, yeah, it's different. Like where we're sh- when I'm shooting like Caleb, like fighters, of course I want to be like as enough image as possible, but I was doing photos for like people talking in an office. Not much I can do. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to get good angles, trying to make sure it's done. And he pretty much told me that he believes that the work I put out on my Instagram is fake. So that left a bad mark on wow. me. So I was like, you know, I have to leave because uh, I just can't. I, I, I can't work with people like that. He said your work was fake? He said my work was fake. Because he wasn't feeling it or something. He believed that because I shot 200 images and he shot 3,000 means that he's a better photographer oh. than me. So I'm like, just because you hold a shutter... Does not make you a photographer. Yeah, quality versus quantity. Yes, no doubt. Yes. So I mean, um, I, was like, I got a couple weird ones. Like I got ones where it's just 
Hmm. My first my first photo shoot that's that was awkward. I did a wedding my first time. Um, I didn't know anything. Like I knew about photography, but like it's different when you doing it for fun and then you're doing it for a business because you're so like should I, should sure. I do this should I do that. Mm-hmm. So that photo shoot was bad. Like color grading was bad. I they they said they liked it, but I knew like man like I. You got in your own mind. Shit, looking back at our wedding right. photos, I wish I could. We could have done it all over again. Like, I like, butchered this. Like everything was JPEG. Like it was, it was bad. Like couldn't, couldn't do anything. So I was like, "Yeah, I got to do better." But I'm not the type of person where if I do a bad job, I'm not gonna be like, "Oh, I'm done. I'm done. I'm doing." This okay, no more. enlighten me. You said everything was JPEG. Oh, so JPEG is more like I can't edit. Like okay. when you go into like Lightroom, mm-hmm. a raw processor, the best way to shoot is raw. Raw has the most information, so I can manipulate colors and all that type of stuff. But when you shoot JPEG, you can't push it as much. Like, you can't, like, if it's a dark image, best of luck. You're not going to bring that image back up. So that's why uh, some people, some photographers, like old school photographers, they're like, oh, yeah, I shoot JPEG. As for, like, now on, like, they said, just shoot raw. That's just a setting? It's a setting your camera. You can mm. shoot raw. I mean, some people like I'm you, taking notes, sorry. Oh, you, you shoot, <laughs> Mental uh, notes. You shoot raw, right? Uh, in film, it's different. It's um, with picture profiles. Picture profiles, okay, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, like, with him, picture profiles, but for me, it's like, I got to shoot raw. So, you have a lot of, you're speaking a lot of technical terms. Right. I would believe that you went to school? No. Did not go to school. Self, self-taught. Self-taught, and had a mentorship. So, okay. Um, Some not of the best knocking, artists are, right? Yeah, not, not knocking college, but... I'm a college dropout, dude. It's all good. Right. I didn't yeah. go, like. I went for my first semester, and I was like, I can't do this. Like, I just it. Um, not knocking college. There is a certain time and place for it, and I believe there. You know, like I would never trust a guy to say, I went on YouTube how to do a uh, surgery. No, right. I want you to get a degree and actually know how to do right. surgery. But a guy like I had a friend. They graduated from college for photography, and they don't know anything. Right. And I said, you can learn. Everything that you learn in your classroom, you can learn in like an hour on YouTube. And that's what I did. I learned. I asked questions. I had a mentor. And I just kept practicing. Go out there shooting. The best way to be a better photographer is to shoot. Sure. The best way to work, get better working cars is to work on cars. Makes sense. So, yeah. I, I am um, I'm a self-taught, but I'm also like a person that I educate myself through just learning from others. Sure. So, Mark, you've been pretty quiet. You talked a little bit, but what, what's your whole story? Um, in, in terms of film, uh, I've, I've been filming my whole life, uh, just recording memories for people, you know, I'm like recording memories of my adventures and stuff. And um, since that accident, um, it really put me on a different wavelength of like, okay, maybe I, I, I do have something where like I have a potential to, to change other people's lives, you know? And luckily, I'm just surrounded with people in my life that uh, have already been through the path that I, like, I'm, I'm trying to walk on. And I, I, I have people to look up upon, and they can always just, like, they can, I, I'm not really afraid to, like, ask them anything. I've had really good support in my life with, like, friends and family that, like, are into film. Okay. So any like, formal like, training? Formal uh, training, or, no. Or, or, no. I shouldn't say even formal training. Any college that would lead you to that? Mm, no. Uh, so I'm a nurse. Again. I'm a nurse. Okay. So I My wife's it. a nurse. Oh, nice. Yeah. If I could do it all over again, I'd be a nurse, man. All right. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm a surgical nurse, actually. Yeah. So, like, yeah, the, your your equipment in there looks really, like, very, like, oddly familiar to, like, okay. what we do in surgery. So, um, 
Now I'm working less as a nurse and I'm just trying to um, find more opportunities to make films for other people. And so, you know, like... Any films in the OR? Uh, no. no. Never that, that'd be <laughs> That's interesting. a hard that one to get past. That's <laughs> a lot of, we'd have to set that, that up. It's a lot like, of HIPAA. Yeah. 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 I would love to direct that. Right. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty dope. Nothing but a consent form, and mm. you can have them sign while they're mm. under anesthesia. Mm-hmm. Right, right. <laughs> hey, man, when I get my other foot surgery, maybe we should uh, line that up. Maybe. Mm. Yeah, so uh, on my side uh, in the IM project, I contribute a lot of the editing and the filming uh, of, of film here, uh, video. Okay. For so. uh, What kind of camera do you run? So the uh, technical specs of my camera is uh, it's a Sony a6400. I have two lenses. Um, there's a one prime, a 35 a 1.8 millimeter prime and then I have a zoom lens for uh, if I'm like really far away and I have no um, control of like being close to the subject okay so in in the uh, Caleb's Caleb's video I shot mostly the 18 135 millimeter uh, telephoto lens so like I wasn't able to get to the uh, really you know close I feel to dumb Caleb. all of a sudden I'm, I'm nodding in agreement just to, I'm not in agreement <laughs> I'm not uh, but it, my style is I really like close-up shots. Okay. You know, like a lot of like the subject filling most of the frame. Um, and then like a lot of like speed ramping and slow motion. Because like for me, slow motion is where you see the, the emotion behind everything, you know. Like in boxing. A punch. It was so fast. You know, mm-hmm. like those, I only had probably two minutes worth of footage for, that, for the actual fight. Okay. That, so I had to work with something. So like you see when when you go in slow motion, and especially in sports, you can see the the technique that like these these athletes practice like repetitively, you know, for training. You can see that like just being displayed subconsciously, you know. That's good, man. So on, so you two together since November, mm-hmm. correct? Yeah. Kind of walk me through how this process works when you guys say you you find your subject. Mm-hmm. And then what, what's the discussions you guys have internally and say, all right, this is, this is how we're going to go about it. Obviously, from there, there's, there can be conflicting mm-hmm. uh, ideas uh, from a, a still photo standpoint and a, a video standpoint, correct? How, how does that all, you know, mm-hmm. where's the nexus form between those two? Like, for example, like with Jesse, like we started off when he, uh, like you put me to action, like what's the process of us to client it? So. Like, for instance, with Jesse, he hit us up. He saw a recent video we did. We did Caleb, a recent video of Caleb at a, another boxing event for, uh, I think it's called, I think his name was Derek. But we did another video. He hit us up, and the first thing I asked him, you know, what's your idea? What's your vision? Because that's what we want to do. And he said, well, we're looking for this. So I gave him that, and I asked him if he has any questions or if we show him a clip and it doesn't speak him, it doesn't speak Caleb, please let us know. We're very transparent. We're, you know, we all understand everyone has a budget. Right. You know, we're not trying to, like, our, our goal is we're not here to take your money. We're here to earn it. If you feel that your money is earned, then we're happy. Sure. But if it's like, I don't want, we don't want to give you a video and it doesn't speak here, we're like, oh. Okay, here's a check. Yeah, yeah. Right. You know, too bad. You know, we gave you the video. No, we're we're here to make a, we're here to make opportunities for people. So when we did that, like I said, we sat down. I don't really dictate what he does. I'm like like I said, I'm the director, so I pretty much just give him my vision of what Jesse told me, and then he's in charge 
of how it should be filmed. Gotcha. Color grading, what camera you should use. I trust him 110%. So it's not like there will probably never be any conflict. So it's a true partnership. Yeah. So I will never say be conflict because, you know, I'm a photographer as well. So, like, it's kind of like I know what I need to do. Um, the only thing that we do try to collaborate is color grading and the story behind it. So, like, you know, if I'm taking pictures of him punching and do all these other things, um, I'm kind of expecting him to capture almost the same, not the same angle, but same story. So then when, they, when you put the pictures and the video together, it makes sense. Sure. So that's what we pretty much want to do. But So a wrong angle could, could totally change the story. I got right? really lucky with my shots for Caleb's. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's, it's, you got to be can. in the right place, right it, time. Right. It, it can. It just depends on, like, what we're trying to sell, like, I mean, if he's like, if he took a picture of him like far, far away, I mean, a video of him far, far away, and I'm close up, you know, like, I guess. Or like, if he did all video of him inside training and not no video of him competing, and I got all of them competing, I mean, you, we can say that, but you just took, you, I just took action shots, you know. Gotcha. So it, it really does depend on what we're doing, but so far, we've never had a conflict. Or anything you know we, yeah. we're very like transparent with each other if i if i'm if i'm not stepping up he lets me know if he's not stepping up i let him know so is there a storyboard basically you guys are starting with a story uh, we, we haven't uh, done it yet we should uh, yeah. but we're, we're getting to that point we are because we have another project coming up we're going to be doing a music video okay so we are going to in process of making a storyboard soon sure so, yeah we, okay. well i guess because you're going to different Locations, yeah, yeah, there's like, be clean. What, well, what we need you guys to breaks? do our intro, like I was saying. So mm-hmm. that's yeah, a good. So pretty much, yeah, we'll start doing storyboards. Like, like I said in the beginning, we were just like filling each other out, like who, who's, who's good at what, who's able to do what, and like right now we're slowly recruiting our team. We have an assistant photographer. We also have an assistant videographer and editor. So we're just building our team, trying to put places in places that I feel fit. Sure. And after that, yeah. We I mean, need a Patreon video, too. Patreon video? Yeah. Because we just, I'm like, man, you know, there's so many things that we want to do. And, mm-hmm. we, you know, we just mm-hmm. can't do it unless right. we get some support. Exactly. You know I what I mean? Uh, so I'm like, you know, a lot of YouTubers have Patreon accounts. Yeah, like it's like more exclusive content. Yeah. Talk about information. Or, groups. yeah, or merch or whatever. Right, yeah. Uh, some thinking you know we need a good not just any video mm-hmm. it's got to be powerful sure so uh one question so the hall of mirrors what does that uh mean my last name's hall his last name's mirrors there it oh. is and oh, we uh <laughs> <laughs> and when we uh we got together I, I went to him like mike man we gotta do this podcast it's like y'all met for each other like hall yeah of mirrors. Right? and i'm like he's like what are we gonna name ourselves i'm like i have no idea and we sat and, and we were bullshitting for like an hour. I'm like, all right, man, I'm out of here. He texts me like 10 minutes later. Hey, man, all the mirrors. I'm like, shit. Hit that right on the as head. As long as it, like nice. I tell people, a name only matters if it means something to you. Instantly. I'm Instantly. like, that's it. Think about it. Nike. Yep. It has a swoosh. Yep. Right. Um, I actually did work. Face. <laughs> right. I actually did work with a guy. He's actually one of my mentors. Um, really great guy. We did work for our company. And what the creative director was there, his mom went to college with the person that made the swoosh. Okay. Really? Wow. Yeah. And I, I was like, wow, like what? He said, yeah. And like, he's like, 
it doesn't matter what it is. It matters the meaning behind it. Right. So when you see a Nike emblem, instantly you're like, sports, trying harder, stuff like that, things that make you inspired. Right. So that's all that matters. Like us, the Iron Project. I mean, people can think of that anything, but when I say those words, it means something to me. Yeah, that's powerful, man. Right. Yeah, so when I tell people, I say, well, who are you? That's the only thing I ask. Well, who are you? And they're like, I'm a doctor. Well, let's create something that resembles you. If you're like, if you're talking about being a family man, being a firefighter, being an artist, an athlete, I want to know. I want to know who you are. And that's why we said I Am Project. It's not about us, it's about you. That's awesome. Yeah, and like Hall of Mirrors, I'm thinking people are going to just be talking shit about us. What, what is mir- They didn't know how to spell mirrors. No, that's not. But the whole concept, you know, the play on the, on the name and, and right and all the, the, the paths we go down. You know, yeah. It's depth. You look into a mirror and you put a mirror behind you. you. You know, when you're going down a hall of mirrors, there's so many different angles and depths. And that's kind of where we were going with it. And it, mm-hmm. so it played really well. It just happened to be that we were both named the right people without having to there you change go. our name. There you go, man. <laughs> so that was it. Yeah, not too bad. Now I think what what, what episode is this? Fifteen? No, what, what, one of these yeah. episodes. Now we're we're here and. But it's uh, cool. You guys started together in November, and we launched in November. Yeah. Oh. Wow. So we're on the same path. Yeah, <laughs> we are. We are. Yeah. The time but, frame. The time frame. But you know, and pot, you know, we're like. I knew it wasn't going to be easy. You know, podcasting is really not that easy. I mean, as far as reaching the audience you want to reach and mm-hmm. grabbing them and holding them and. But it's, it's an experience. Yeah, no doubt. It's uh, it's interesting just talking to people. Yeah. Like, our paths would have never crossed before. Right, right? yeah. And no. you never know where that's going to lead to. And it's not that – and I, I kind of take the same adage that you have where, you know, we're not meeting people to try to get something out of somebody. I want to I know the stories. Right. You know, this, this life is too short and there's too many interesting people in this world not to learn as many stories as you can. I agree. But how yes. cool you said you were working in a factory or a warehouse and um, you're following dreams now. Right? Yeah. I'll never go back to that. Well, right. I still work in industry. Mike still works in out there in the in, yep. we'll just call it industry. I work in the steel industry. Yeah, I did um Arrow Steel. Okay. Yeah. It was uh like a sweatshop in there. Where's that at? Uh Bolingbrook. Okay. Yeah, I won't speak nothing bad about companies. Yeah. But I know exactly what you're talking about, man. I work at the world's largest steel mill. So oh, yeah? Steel company. Yeah, there. I've worked on pretty much every machine in there. Crane, forklift, hub. I hired in as a crane operator. Crane operator? Long yeah. time ago, yeah. Overhead. Overhead? Yeah. Man. It's yeah, funny. I still know the buttons. I still know the buttons. I don't even know what you guys right. talk about. I still know the buttons. my industry. It's, it's crazy. Are you from California? No, no, no. no? I'm from uh, Illinois. Yeah. I grew up in Chicago. Where'd you go to college? Uh, UIC. Nice. Yeah. So where are you guys based out of now? Like if somebody that's watching this podcast wants to get a hold of you, say, hold on, I want to pitch these guys an idea. How do they get a hold of you guys? Uh, I'm located at Owen Park. Okay. You got website, email. Yeah, what's your Instagram can... handles? Instagram handles, Angelo Mar Photography at Yahoo.com. Spell it for them. A- <laughs> A-N-G-E-L-O-M-A-R-R-P-H-O-T-O-G-R-A-P-H-Y. Yeah, because we stream on Spotify and iTunes and all that stuff. So we actually mm. probably get more listeners than maybe even YouTube viewers. Okay, you know, okay. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, also uh, another handle is the I Am Project. I think this spelt on there. Is that how I said it? Maybe I changed it. 
Mark your underscore Mark Ayala? Yeah, just Mark Ayala. So yeah. M-A-R-K and then A-Y-A-L-A underscore. There it is. Yes, sir. Yeah, the I am It's project. good stuff. I, the quality is, I mean, it's high, man. Thank you. Thank, yeah. you. Thank you. Thank you. If they were to, uh, you guys have it on YouTube, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot YouTube. of your projects, any, anything they can look up on YouTube? So yeah. It's on, it's on yours, right? On mine, yeah. On yeah, mine. Okay. Uh, Instagram. Yeah. Are we missing anything? But you guys were talking about something, and you were, like, flowing, and I wanted to know what it was. I'm like, save it for the podcast. Uh, what were we talking about? Hmm. Well, it's gone. Yeah, it's, no, gone. it's gone. It'll, That's it'll, what happens sometimes. Yeah, we get it'll, talking it'll come off. back. It'll come back sooner or later. So but, besides uh, Cologne's project, do you mm-hmm. have any other big ones coming up? We're working on doing a project with his cycle team. So mm-hmm. we're working on doing that, and I want to do a project with Caleb for a Venom. For Venom? Yeah. Okay. We, we want to Did do... he grab that sponsorship? No, I don't. I don't know. I don't know if he did. Congratulations if he did. We hope you did. But uh um but I really want to do some work with them. They like the they like they love the video. They uh reach out to me and they say they love the video. I really want to uh do like a whole production video and production video and some photos, send them send them to them like Hey, you like it? Possibly get him some sponsorship. Possibly give him some more uh, more opportunities, and that's what we want to do. You guys want to go to Vegas this weekend? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm competing in uh, Taekwondo Nationals. Oh yeah, oh, this yeah. weekend. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, wow. I'm flying out Friday morning. That's wow. awesome. I have not been to Vegas yet. That's awesome. I know. I'm, Last actually, year was my first year. I'm in process of moving there in July, but. I need to visit there first before. Oh, I'm you gotta visit. Yeah, people say visit yeah. there before you want to move there. It's Wait, just you're you're moving. You're out of here in July. Yeah, I want to move there in July. Okay, like, I'll be back and forth to Chicago and back, but yeah, our plan is to work remotely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. well, I guess you yeah. can. Technology nowadays, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. The the fighting community and UFC community are kind of big out there. Sure. You know, Definitely. I was just gonna say, you guys, it, like, you would be awesome on like um, they do uh, leading up to a fight. Mm-hmm. They do, man. What is it called? Like embedded. You oh seen, yeah, yeah, yeah. The embedded videos. Yeah, I want to do stuff like that. Like uh, hmm. one of my goals is to work before he retires, McGregor. Oh, you want to catch him? I want to work with. Him. I would like to work with Mayweather too. I heard yeah. a lot of stories about him working with people. He always late. There's a good fight last night. Oh, with uh, Wilder and Fury. <laughs> Fury knocked him out. Oh, I, I knocked him saw, silly. Yeah. I was really hoping for Wilder to win. Yeah. I um, mean, I thought Wilder was going to win. I thought. Like, I based like, on the first fight. Right. But, Man, he's nah. just, He got yeah. rattled big time. Yeah, he fell like three times, right? Yeah, his uh, corner threw in the towel. Wow, was that bad, huh? Yeah, he got knocked down like twice. His equilibrium was just gone. Yeah, wow. he was not doing so well. And I was like, man. Wow. I just I just thought of a question actually. Like we're, we're we are all here. We're artists, you know. You yeah. guys are um, uh, cosmetic artists, right? I am. Yeah. And then um, Randy, you're. Uh, <laughs> what am I? Uh, I'm just I'm just here. Do you do, uh, do you do t- tattoos too or no? No, I don't. Oh no. Okay. No. So his business here is uh, they have tattoo artists on one side, and he does the removal and the, yeah, all the, the skin. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've got some registered. Uh, Got a registered nurse that works for us, a nurse practitioner that's here, a couple of estheticians, oh. uh, some laser techs. Yeah. So I work in busy. research and development in the steel industry. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
Always an artist Different. of sort. No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. So like, I mean, I think you're an artist. I mean, you're doing a podcast. That's yeah, art. Art. Yeah. That's, no, that's true. true. You, you try. Yeah. You're just creating something out of thin air. You know, like yeah. this wasn't here until you made it. Appreciate that. Yeah. So, like, good way to look at it. Art is a form of expression, right. and that's what you do. You form it. Like when he does a video, when I do photos, when you guys talk about what you're doing, it's a form of expression. You're trying to tell someone something in a form of art. One day we'll figure out what we're trying to fucking say. No, <laughs> no, we know. Like I was telling you before we started rolling, you know, we, um, we're everyday workers, right? And mm-hmm. we're in an area where the news is kind of stale. You hear the same I stuff. I agree. You hear yeah. the same stuff every day. And there's a, the exception of a few. Uh, no one's really given everyone's side like of, of the everyday worker and that was one of the things we wanted to bring people from different industries mm-hmm. on here and let's hear about your your story what you're doing it's very interesting i mean like for you guys especially me my philosophy on art is like every project that you do you just take something out of like you while you give back you also take back you also you know receive retain sure. um and in what i receive grow. what i receive is the experience from each each project you know, like sure. you, I've never experienced MMA. I've never been to a boxing fight, and you know, ever since doing these projects, like I've, I'm able to experience the the boxing scene very intimately. You know, like really up close and personal with these fighters, and for me, it's just it just helps you grow and it give you take back from that experience. Sure. What was your first thought when you were watching them? Uh, like the first time, like I filmed an MMA event, some guy got his. Uh, got a, a knee to the oh nose. yeah yeah and i heard it and i was like right next to him and i was like <laughs> holy cow like that's a very unique experience because not that many people can experience like being really really close to the to the cage you know and, and hearing the nose and where break. were you i was maybe no i mean like, like what event were you oh it was the oh. hfc event. hfc yeah. okay yeah. so that's probably horseshoe then mm-hmm. yeah, i used to be a porter so just think those we, fighters we did it at um not horseshoe the other one he, porter county no, it was... Uh, it's close to the dunes. Close to the dunes. Uh, blue chip. Blue oh, chip. Yeah, blue chip. Blue chip. Blue okay. Chip. Yeah. But it, just, just think about those guys, right? They're not fighting for a whole lot of money, mm, right? Yeah. They're hungry, man. Probably it's, not even as much as someone's like regular paycheck, but they love what they're doing and they're trying yeah. to get to that bigger stage. The thing and, is, uh, I've, I have friends that were in, you know, in the MMA world. Mm-hmm. And, like, some of them, like, oh, y'all do it, but then they don't put their hardest mm-hmm. looking into it. And then I, when I met Steve's crew, it's like, these guys are hungry. They, they right. want it. They, they want it. They, yep. they want it. They, they'll do, like, three to four competitions a year, maybe more. I don't know. It's just, and, like, when we had it, like, I've been to, I watched a couple fights, but actually, like, shooting it and actually experiencing what these guys go through, especially, we, could we see them train? And then we see them at that event. It's like, these are the nicest, coolest guys I ever right. met. But it's like, when they get in that cage, it's like switch mode. Right. Like Caleb. Beast Caleb mode. is yep. fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. I love talking to Caleb. He is funny. He's, he's funny. Like, he doesn't even know how funny he is. He's funny, and he's like, and like he, he's funny. And I was like, but as soon as he got in that ring, I was like, he's a different person. Like, he's very composed, and he just knows what he wants, and he, you know, goes after it. And, like, after the fight, we were just talking to him, saying, hey, man, like, you punched that guy so hard. Like, <laughs> how did you do that? And he like, this is how you do it. And then he showed it. And it's like, when I went home, I said, guys, I just saw the most epic stuff in the world. Like, this dude just, it's like, it's, it's experience for us. Yeah. So, like, every time we do a project, we 
don't see it as the same thing. We try to take account that it's it's very unique in its experience, not for them, also for us. Sure. And you see, not everyone's a fighter. Like it takes a very special it takes, person. It takes a very very special person to be like, you know what? I'm gonna get in a ring with somebody. I'm off. Or I'm gonna get hurt. Right, right. right. What am I gonna do? How am I gonna avoid it? I would like, I would not want to do that. Like, Mm. no, I just no. I get it. It it takes a special type of person. Like, you know what? I'm I'm gonna go guy with somebody, and we're gonna fight each other until one of us knocked out or loses. So, yeah, I'm good. I'll take a pass on that. Yeah, I give respect. I I give athletes the most of respect. Any Mm -hmm. type of athlete, football, basketball, UFC, boxing. I cycling, whatever. I give them respect because they're doing this. When they start off, they're doing it because they love it. Right. And then they're trying to make a career out of it. And this is just this guy right next to you could be your best friend and that he just wanted just more than you do. So right. it, I give him respect. So you had a question you were about to ask, or did that kind of answer the question? No, um, I was just going to chime in. Like, what I enjoy about, like, my art and recording people, like, doing what they love is you experience someone going through, like, just life in a flow state at that moment. You know, like, I think we've all experienced flow state at one point where it's just, like, everything just comes to you and, like, you know, you're not really thinking. Like, everything, like, the world just doesn't exist. It was like, just this moment. Just, in, just in, living just in the here. moment, per living, right? Yeah, you're living in the moment. And, like, for me, like, I just love enjoying, like, I just enjoy, like, seeing people just, like, just enjoying what right. they do. Well, you know, and, and, and right now, even for us, I can, I'm sure I can speak for, for, for Randy as well, but hmm. I'm, I'm here, mm-hmm. and, you know, we've got things outside uh, this environment right here that are, are going on. We've got families, we've got life happening, we've got bills to pay for. Right now, I'm enjoying being here. Yeah. Right. Right? I'm enjoying it. And I hope you guys are enjoying it as I'm well. Not, I'm not, but, like, yeah, you know, like, it's it, one of those things yeah. that speaks exactly to that. That, mm-hmm. you know, there, there are things that it, oh, they might seem small and trivial. And I, I don't care how many people watch us. Yeah. I just, I'm enjoying the conversation. You do it for you. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I respect that. And, like, that's what, like, many athletes do. Like, they're, they're not there for uh, the big family. I mean, they can be working towards it. But they don't. They're not getting big paychecks or you know recognition right, they deserve. Um, but they just they're just doing it because they love it. Yeah, they right. do it for they love it. And they do it because they, they want the success. You know, fame comes with it. We all know that when you're successful, fame does is some that's a part of it. But most these athletes that I believe do it because they want to be successful. They want to achieve something that they've been wanting for a very long time. Sure. And, and there's a difference between wanting success for others and success for yourself. Right, and you know, right. you have to look within what what's your your definition of your, success, your intention, right. and yeah. you know, and when when is enough enough? Mm-hmm. You know, a hungry person might not ever be, uh, you know, they might get a, a bite here and there, but they might not ever get full. Yeah. Speaking of McGregor, by the way, man, because I know I'm going to Vegas for a few days, I <laughs> sent out a bunch of like, hey, man, I'm going to be in Vegas. I got a podcast. You know, like a bunch of requests for a bunch of different fighters. Oh, yeah. When I was there, uh, I went. I competed last year, and then I saw John Jones defend his belt against Anthony Smith. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what one it was. But after the fight, the next two days, the f- people are everywhere. You run into people. Like, at the airport, I ran into, like, three different fighters. Wow. Totally accessible. Oh, like, yeah. Not, I mean, Carla, hey, man, come on podcast. That's it, man. Be dope. I want to talk about your lease. Build fight. up on it, man. Or even just do, like, like a few questions in the street, yeah. you know? Oh, yeah. Or I could film with, like, my iPhone and just take a, a dry mic and be like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think, yeah. It look, like like I was telling like Mark, like I feel like Vegas is gonna be the 
a melting pot. It's fun, man. A bunch of people in there. It's fun. It's actually, I was blown away by, it's not what you think it is. I, I, don't, I don't want to spoil it for you. Just wait till you go out there. It is a true melting pot. Yeah. It's definitely not like, like, like... Like in the movies where they make it seem like it's like uh No, no, it's a true melting pot of people from all over the place, and they mm. are all having fun together. Mm. You don't see, like... That's yeah, true. I mean, I'm talking like... That's true. I'll give you an example. I saw a dude with a MAGA hat on, right? Walk, that's a big thing out there. Walking the streets, people from all over the world, all different nationalities, races, whatever, they didn't give a shit. They were all had drinks in their hand. They're all having fun, and it was just like... Wow, it's just an eye opener because it's not like that here. It was in the news that they no, super glued MAGA hats to uh, pigeons and released them. Oh, uh, for the <laughs> for the <laughs> there was a rally out there. I guess there's a, about a hundred pigeons that have uh, "Make America Great Again." Hats. I think after super the podcast, ritual. I'll show you pictures because wow. I was just I like, see this. "That's crazy." I, I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. But it's it's, kind of uh, funny. That's <laughs> yeah, but I didn't hear anybody fighting, nobody talking shit to each other. It was just cool, man. And there's just like, God, there's just something. Every five feet, there's something. Yeah, well, especially for, for you're an artist, so, you know, the, that place was built to be aesthetically pleasing. Yeah. So, yeah. Artists yeah. on every corner doing different things, whether it's street performing or drawing or whatever. I saw rappers and just people all over the place. I think art, art is just creating, you know? Like, yeah. I mean, the, just imagine this building that we're in right now. Like, someone had to design these windows. You know, right. like whoever designed these windows and whoever designed like the the floor plan of this, they're all artists. Right. In the eighteen hundreds, this building was his. Yeah. yeah. So you know the uh, wow. did you see Public Enemies? Public Enemies. No, I haven't. No. The John Dillinger movie with uh, Johnny, Johnny Depp. Depp in it. That jail is right across the street. Where they wow. Hold. Not there. Yeah. That's a courthouse. Yeah. Uh, that was actually constructed after or during. But that the old courthouse with the jail is right behind mm-hmm. us. Yeah, where John Dillinger was uh, held. Yeah, like we're driving here. This place looks yeah. very unique. Like very it feels like very old town. like we went back in time or something. Like right. it's just, yeah. like it's but just, at night it gets cracking, dude. This whole square is just bars. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's seen, like I like the vibe. Yeah, real chill vibe. And we got a band coming in, Janice. They're from Chicago. They were tearing it up like two thousands, and they just took a break. Um, but I was thinking, I'm like, man, well, we can do a private session in here and record mm. or i wanted to play live downstairs just pop into the bar and set up and just start playing i thought it'd be so cool because awesome. i'm sure like there'd be people all over the place coming mm-hmm. in here hey no no how many how much time we got on this one 26 okay mm-hmm. got some time left uh anything else you guys want to say we're, we're trying to keep our podcast between 45 and an hour so people don't lose <laughs> too much interest I get you, I get you. We look at the metrics man it's funny yeah you can mm. see when people tune out on us. Oh, yeah. Hey, YouTube is sweet for that. They give you, like, pinpoint. Really? Yeah. yeah. My question for you guys is, like, you know, art is an expression. Have you guys, like, fully expressed yourselves yet as an no, artist? No, not even close. Yeah, what are you guys working towards, like, for everyone here? I don't know. I, I, I just want this to, to go somewhere, be, some, be uh, you know, consistent. I want to be doing this all the time. Uh, we haven't... We haven't even come out of our shells yet. No. No, uh, hell no. I'm still pretty reserved for the mm-hmm. most part. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know exactly why, but, but I am. Uh, I just want to see where it goes. I don't want to force it, if that makes sense. You want to be more natural. To, yeah, yeah, I want it to happen. And if this goes somewhere phenomenal, that's great. I'm all for it. 
put a hundred percent effort into it. But if it doesn't, I'm still having fun. We're still yeah, I like that because there's some people they'll do like a video or a podcast and they present this whole persona like yeah. this is the type of person, and then when the camera's off, just nothing. Uh, right. Yeah, you want to be that person. Like, yeah, it, it slowly comes out. Like exactly. this is me, a hundred percent. Right. Like right. I work with a bunch of professionals, like all PhDs. My wife's a professional, but I'm not going to act like I'm something that I'm not. Like I'm just me. I talk. This is how I talk outside here. Yeah. I don't right. care. And what you see is what you get. Yeah. For, I don't care. Me, you know, I, I'm, I'm still, I still have to navigate the, the PC culture. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't like that, but at times I'm, so I'm trying to come out of my shell here cause I don't necessarily have to be as PC. I think I'm sometimes I think I'm funnier than what I am though as mm-hmm. well. So <laughs> I've got to be very careful of how that translates. So were you the a former police officer? Yes. So, so tell me yeah. about that. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> See, you're, well, the tables are turned. Yeah. <laughs> kind of put me on a spot. Yeah. I yeah. was uh, law enforcement for over a decade, okay. well over a decade. Uh, Got to do everything uh, in law enforcement, everything from starting off as a patrol af- uh, officer, went to Illinois State Police Academy, uh, went up the ranks, was a homis- part of a homicide detective unit, was a uh, canine officer, uh, traveled to Israel, and uh, trained with the Israeli police on school security and wow. uh, counterterrorism, uh, became a chief of police, became a fire chief, and then uh, politics, unfortunately. Uh, you know, sometimes politics gets the best of you. I agree uh, with that, yeah. And then I uh, started another career, uh, basically doing some industrial spill response mm-hmm. uh, for, like, oil spills and, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And then in 2016, opened up NWI Tattoo... Or, yeah, 2016, opened up NWI Tattoo Removal and Aesthetics. Okay. Or, no, it was 2018, I take it back. My, my okay. And so I'm basically on my third career here. You know, law enforcement is very satisfying. Got to help a lot of people. Saw th- some things that really still haunt my dreams to this day. Mm-hmm. Uh, but would never, would never go back to try to change anything. I'm, I'm happy with the direction. There's experience of my life. that you that you you know went through. Oh, absolutely. Right. I, you know, I've never laughed so hard in my life, but never shed so many tears at the same time. I don't know if that even translates. But I get it. It it, it really is uh, one of those those careers where you, you deal with everybody at their worst. And Even when you're on a basic traffic stop, they're not happy, happy to see yeah. the yeah. police. I, right? I like a lot of. Uh, I have a lot of uh, police officer friends, and I will ask so many questions. And like, people don't understand. Like, it's hard being a cop. Sure it is. I, I believe it is. Is like because most people, as soon as they see a cop, they're they're afraid. Sure. They're afraid. Like, if you're like, my cop buddy tells me straight up, if you're honest with me, I'll be honest with you. Sure. I will work with you. If you're holding, please tell me. Right. Because at the same time, I'm more secure about my life and your life. I'm here to help you. Or I mean, I will never believe this. Not every cop is bad. No. I, I tell you, not every right. cop is bad. You just see it on the news that every cop is bad. In uh, every profession, right? Right. Go they could be bad dentists. We just had, had, we had this conversation. Dentists, right? Right. Right. They could be dentists like, pick your teeth in the bed. Like, man, that was a terrible dentist. Exactly. I would never go back to that dentist. Right. But there are cops out there that actually care. Sure there are. And I, I, I know a lot of them. And I, I'd like to think that I was one of them. That, you know, get a nickname on the street mm-hmm. and it, it's, they give you a nickname out of respect. And, you know, it... I always treated everybody fairly, and that was very important to me. Don't lie to me. 
don't run for me because I don't like running. <laughs> um, but, but other than that, like I said, it, it was a very fulfilling career. I think I got out, kind of was forced out pr- prior to me being ready, but mm. everything happens for a reason. Right. And at that point, you know, uh, I'm better off now than, than I ever was. Can you mention your special? Officer. No. No, we're fine. All right. Off, off camera. <laughs> off camera. But, but yeah, it's uh, yeah. Now, now we're just we're moving on. We've got this the, the right. podcast. My aesthetics uh, business is up and running. That's doing really well. And then uh, my my spill response uh, organization that I'm a part of a great corporation, and uh, things are great. Got my my son doing the uh, the, the sounds. Uh, behind behind the, behind the scenes here, yeah, so scenes, give yeah. him a little exposure. And Nolan, there you go, there you yeah, go. Yeah, 13 years old and uh, doing big things. That's good. What about yeah. you, Angelo? Are, are you like expressing yourself to the to the truest of your your ability? I believe so. I believe um, uh, me pursuing photography kind of opened myself up a little bit more because, like I said, I was a kid. I was kind of like. I hid certain parts of me from other people, from my family, my friends. No, no one knew like I wrote poetry. No one knew I wrote storybooks. I kept it to myself. Sure. So once I got into photography, that was a way for me to express myself, and I'm a lot more confident. Like when I talk to a person, they can tell. Like my friends now, they think I'm a complete 180. Like I used to be like to myself. I'd be like, oh, I don't want to talk to nobody. Total just, introvert. Yeah, yep. So like now, like, I'm, I'm introverted sometimes when I'm like when I want to be, but most of the time. I want to talk to people. I want to know your story. I want what's going on with you. I want to create something. Like sure. Like every day, I'm thinking about a story. That's awesome. Yeah. How about you, Ant? Yeah, I mean, like I had this like just like this this epiphany where it's um, you know we're always we can easily be trapped in what's called the hedonic treadmill. Are you guys familiar with that? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Open it up. Yeah. So it's like the hedonic treadmill is like you're always it's like uh, the donkey with the, the carrot right here. You know, it's like with a stick. Sure, sure. You're familiar with that one. It's like the donkey will always keep trying to walk towards the carrot, but the carrot will always be like this far away. You know, and and like for us as a society, we can easily be trapped in that, in that like just that we're just following the carrot, even though we'll never get to it, you know? And wake like, up, work, repeat. Yeah. Go to bed, repeat. Yeah. That. Or that, that's like, how I feel a lot. Like I, I feel like I'm, I've mentioned it before, mm-hmm. I'm never satisfied. Mm-hmm. Even though I have a, an amazing career, like a great yeah. job, you know, everything I could ever ask for, I'm still not satisfied. I've been there, you know, 15-year career, still going, but I I have plans. Like, I'm going to retire 30 years, I'm retiring, you know, I, there's things. But until then, there's still things I want to do. I'm not satisfied. Right? Yeah. It's like we're always chasing satisfaction. Yeah. And it's like we'll never be satisfied. So when will it be enough? Like, for, for, like for me as an artist, like, okay, when will, like, the success and the you know the popularity that I hope to achieve like when will that be enough you know so like I kind of like change that that thinking it's like you're always searching for something when you already have it you know like yeah. for me like I my my dream is just to to make an impact in other people's lives and right now I'm already doing that through film you know I've, I made an impact through through Caleb Caleb's video uh, and me as a nurse I'm doing that right now like trying saving people's lives sure are you satisfied um, when I came to that re- re- like the conclusion that this is like you know you're just we're trapping ourselves in this this like this cycle you know yeah. like I realized like wow okay it's, it's actually here I'm living the dream you know we're, we're, we're all here just like the present moment is the only moment that you have now you, there's no future. There's no. There's right. no past. You know, like this is it, and you're living this moment. 
So, and, and, and um, with this moment, that's all you have. So I don't know if there's another way to word it, but yeah. even though like I have a son and daughter and beautiful wife and my, uh, my family's amazing and, you know, we're able to provide and we're happy, we get to do the things we love to do. Ah, there's still this fire in me. that's like, there's something else yeah. that I can do for my family or yeah. for us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I just, I, I can't explain it, but it's just, it's always there. I, it's, it's it was almost unhealthy to where like, I feel like it's, um, we're not at peace. Like, um, yeah. I explained that with like some of my friends too. Like, but I don't have kids yet, but when I do have kids, I'm a father, I'm a husband. You still have to have that type of person who you are like outside of being yeah. a father and a husband. Yeah. So I think what you're trying to say, like you still have that something inside of you. It's someone that's who you are outside of like that, that realm. So do you believe this podcast is what you're looking for? Well, it's something I certainly love to do, but there's still something else. Maybe this podcast gets me there or me and Mike there or right. all of us there. I don't I know. I mean, that's pretty much how I felt. Like, I yeah. mean, I did digital art and then I felt, and then I fell in photography and then Quit my job, burn the boats, burn the ships. I said, I'm not going back. I'm going to do this. And I felt that my creativity increased. That's why so I told him, because you're working like almost like every day, right? Um, no. I, I well, you're working like a lot of, well. like, he was like a lot of hours. Yeah. And then he finally said, you know, Angela, I'm going to uh, work a little bit less, start creating more. And that's when you, you like, cause art is a, is, is, is a muscle. You have to train it every single day. I'm, even with this, you have to train yourself every single day and understand, like, what what's the next project? How am I going to do this? How am I going to execute it? So when I told him, I said, bro, I guarantee you, when you give yourself time, you're going to explode. And this when the Caleb thing come out, and, like, it blew me. It blew me away. I was like, what the fuck? So listen, man, now you guys need the I Am Project podcast. <laughs> Starts yeah. now. I, That's like, your next like, step, because uh, uh, I am Hall of Mirrors. No, I'm saying for you. You said you wanted a podcast. You guys start a podcast, man. Yeah, I yeah. am Project. Because listen, like when we started, you know, and we kind of went through your stories and stuff, and then you're here and you're so like, now you're like you're so comfortable and you're talking. It's just like so powerful. Mm-hmm. I could just see you having guests on and talking about you know your whole I am philosophy. Yeah, different I mean, guests. That's what we every want. podcast. We want to start impacting people's lives. I want. I want to like. My goal is to have like a like a kid just wake up and he just see like my podcast or my you know the film that we create and be like I want that. Yeah. Or even adult, a grown man is like just working at a job. And he just see like, he listens to like podcasts or anything that just makes him feel like I want to change. Who like? So what happened to you? Right. Yeah. Like, so what happened to you? Look in the mirror. Who am I? Mm-hmm. I do not. I just want to. I don't want to be the guy that works at a factory and like slave away every day i want to be an artist i want to create stories i want people to like the one my, my number one goal is to trump the joker movie okay i want the story like that that's awesome that when i saw that film i was like that man so great because you change your perspective on who he was yeah right people are thinking like in every other dc film you saw joker as this villain in this one, you felt some broken man, yep. broken man. And the thing is, he related to everyone. Yep. He had a mental disorder. Right. And so I saw that movie, man. I legit felt like uncomfortable 
Like it a lot got, of people, it yeah. got me. Yeah, like, a lot of people felt uncomfortable about the movie. They're like, man, like, is not, this how shit really happened? No, I could totally relate to him. Bro. Right. Totally relate to him on so many things. But mm-hmm. it was just powerful. Like, mm-hmm. wow. Especially the scene where his uh, co-workers come into his apartment, right? Mm-hmm. And then he, uh, like, stabs the dude, right? right? And then the other little fellow was there, and he, like, he couldn't get out, right? I, I felt that tension. You know, you felt right? that? Right. Like, I was like... Wow, that was beautifully shot. Like, that you, was a genius he scene. You were the only one that was nice to me. Yep. Yeah. Right when he and said that, I'm not gonna lie to you. Because, like, just it was. It was a very spent a lot of moment. time with people that you know, um, special needs and what have you right. and whatnot, and just like everything in that scene. Wow, it, it like irked me. I was just like, and I was like one of the only people in the theater. It was just, my, and my that, wife uh, and my kids went and saw like some Disney movie and I'm like I'm gonna go watch Joker right uh, there was one scene I don't know I don't I don't want to butcher what he said but I think he was talking about uh, you know people expect us to behave like we're not yeah and that spoke to me yeah that's when he's talking I've, to his social I've, worker yeah. I have friends I have family that are special needs sure so when you kind of like see that and you think that they're not trying yeah. this is who they are right it's for us to help them, right. not for them to change. Not, not for them to change. If we change our perspective and be like, "Oh, he's special needs. He has to act a certain way. He has to act like me." No, 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 no. Yeah. We should accept who he is right. and learn how he behaves, and then we can adapt. Right. That's what I believe, and that's what we're trying to do. That's what I'm trying to impact people. Like, don't change. Like, don't just look at things black and white. Yeah, be in a gray area, change your perspective, and understand who this person is. Because I can, like I said, we can do an iron project on someone that's an athlete or someone that's a fireman. They have the exact same story background because what they went through. Sure. sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Well, I wish you guys nothing but luck. Thank going you. Forward. Thank I know you guys are going to be wildly successful. Mike, Randy, thank you. And, uh, and we need an I Am Project Hall of Mirrors we're, intro. We're going to figure this <laughs> no, out. No, we do. We uh, need it. Off, oh, yes, off yes. The books you here. guys will we'll take us to another out. level. But uh, we, we, we look forward to, to seeing your upcoming projects. Uh, mm-hmm. Why don't you repeat one more time mm-hmm. uh, your Instagram? My Instagram is Angelo Mar Photography, and it's A N G E L O M A R R P H O T O G R A P H Y. And I'll post in for the yeah, viewers. We'll, I'll post the links in the YouTube. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you guys got a website coming out anytime soon? Or we, one in the works? Yeah. I'm a web developer. We're working on that right now. We're okay. just right now building more content. So what's it going to be? Do you have the name for it yet? It's going to be the Iron Project, but of course we have to change that up because .net .org yeah .edu. Right. We'll, we'll, we'll come up with some names. We'll figure it out. Yeah. But name. that's also another uh, side project of mine. I want to do. Um, I want to start educating people. I want to start educating like people that want to be in photography and don't have to feel like they have to go to school sure so i'm gonna educate them give them jobs and future careers that's amazing you guys are doing awesome work keep it up and uh you guys are always welcome back on the show thank you all right thank you guys thank you guys